Hey guys, I want to welcome you to the weekly Wednesday for the Financial Freedom Newsletter, where every week, every Wednesday, we delve into something inspirational, motivational, something excerpt taken from the Financial Freedom Weekly Newsletter. Wherever you are, if you're listening on Spotify, on iTunes, Google, be sure to click the like, subscribe, share, comment. Without ado, let's get into the show. Hey guys, welcome to this week's podcast episode for the Financial Freedom Podcast. And I'm really excited for today's guest. He really He's uh, coming from Michigan, but he really embodies the concept of uh, time, location, emotional, financial freedom. His name is Roderick, Roderick Lenhard. He's a ICF certified business coach. He's also founder of Million Dollar Flip Flops. We're going to talk all about entrepreneurship, why quitting is for winners, which is really interesting, embracing change, and serial entrepreneurship. So, uh, Roderick, welcome. Hey, thanks for having me, Chris. Super excited to be here. Yeah, I love the pod match because you get so it's such a different variety and really vetted guests. Um, tell people about you know your story and what you do, and we'll get started. Yeah. So, man, how do you how do you encompass a lifetime into two minutes, right? Like that's that's <laughs> when I was writing the book, and they say write the back page cover. I'm like, how do I do that? It's fifty thousand words, you know. Yeah. Um, lifelong entrepreneur, born and raised in Michigan. I'm actually here at my dad's, so that's why I'm in a in a garage as we speak. After I graduated from University of Toledo and left for the Carolinas, and I was there for about fifteen years, and sold my last business in June of last year, so just over a year ago, and bought a place with a two thousand acre view in the mountains where I don't see a person or a plane or <laughs> hear a siren for weeks at a time if I choose. So. Yeah. That's where I'm at now. So we we, uh, we spend most of our time there, and then the rest of the time we're uh, we spend about six months of the year traveling the world. So uh, yeah, know you and your family just got back from a vacation in Hawaii, and um, you know that's the ultimate uh, freedom is being able to choose. Um, one thing is uh, you know talking about you know um, you know your story in two minutes, but you also have you know uh, 25 years of triumph and defeat in the trenches. So kind of tell us you know the confessions of a serial entrepreneur no right the um <laughs> i was i was you know i started with basically nothing you know we grew up in a little one bedroom house and i was that kid who was finding every way to get money for baseball cards and go down to the convenience store and buy unhealthy things for me and uh you know it all started when i was i was really young seven eight years old i made a deal with the guy on top of the hill to sell fruits and vegetables in my front yard. And I figured out, Hey, I, if I can talk to people, I can, I can order pizzas and save up for a Nintendo. And, you know, that's, that's where it all started. And fast forward 40 years later, I'm semi-retired and I've had inventions and businesses, um, construction and real estate. And I mean, just name, name what it is, but I just always knew I never wanted to work for anybody. And if you dive deep on my core values, freedom, autonomy are right at the top. And it, you know, I've made less money in my lifetime so I could do the things I wanted. I think that's really the goal we're all after. You know, we're not after the money. We're we're after the time that money can buy us. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that. And basically society kind of uh, pigeonholes us into, I was reading this great book. It's talking about time versus money. And it's basically, we spend our twenties all the way to sixties working for, you know, 
basically it's paper and ink and uh you know we sacrifice our health and family for you know basically not you know, something that's really worthless and basically what you're talking about is um converting money into time and uh so the ones that figure it out early such as yourself um the other thing is uh oh, i love this idea uh pe people always say never quit or winners never quit but you say winners always quit so tell us about that um idea <laughs> it's i think you're starting to hear it more now with you know fail fast or fall forward you know there's there's all these kind of cliche terms that are bouncing around now but if, if you look at the people that and this is a hundred percent what the book is about it's what i coach other small business owners about it's if something's not working you cut your losses you go to the next thing every great in every field does that you know look at michael jordan if something's not working he finds a new way to make it work he doesn't just keep trying that same thing again it's not it's not working. So yeah, I think, you know, similar to that, trying to buy our health, you know, later by working when we're 20 to 60 and hoping we have time, it's it's the same concept. You know, we've just never been taught any of these things. So, but there's a few thought leaders out there trying to spread the word, right? Yeah. Especially because um, in the past, you know, it was kind of like you stuck to it and basically, you know, you, you pummel through it, but now it's kind of more with this more of a startup mentality, you know, basically you fail faster and the more iterations, the more reps you do, the faster you get to where you want to go, which is kind of a mind shift for a lot of people. Um, you know, there's, Absolutely. yeah. How do you did? How do you like you know quitting? But you know, there's there's a there's this fine balance between um, sticking to something and then basically finally realizing that you've learned all you can, or basically cutting all your cutting your losses. And then moving on, how do you find that fine balance? Yeah, in the book, I bring up Seth Godin's book, The Dip, which I'm sure you've read The Dip. And it's that that moment where, you know, do I keep going or do I cut my losses? And you don't want to quit just because it's hard. You want to have a system in place that identifies that. And, you know, the work we do, what the book's about, if you go to my website, et cetera, you know, I have a system I call the waves method. And it's something I've used my whole life. And when you take every decision you're going to make, including a decision, hey, I'm thinking about quitting this business, does that make sense? You know, how do most people make decisions? They have like a crappy pros and cons list. They talk to their their buddy at the bar. Like, you know, I always say the people closest to you do not have your best interest. And that's a thousand percent true and not for the reasons you think, right? And that's what the waves method does. You know, it starts with your why. And I, oh, by the way, I really loved your episode with, um, was it Paul Williams Davis? Like his, his take on your why was, was super intriguing. But uh, anyway, so it starts with your why, but then it goes through authenticity. And the reason that's chapter two in the book and part two of the waves method is people, you have to be hundred percent honest with yourself. You can't be doing things for your neighbor or your pastor or your family or your wife. It's okay to be selfish right there then you build out your core values over time and that's what exploration is and finally you build a statement of purpose so for in your example if i'm thinking you know hey should i start this business or should i quit this business it goes through that filter right it's it starts does this meet my why as i have it right now does it hit every one of my core values and then ultimately if i do x thing does it fit y statement of purpose and if it doesn't it's it's a no. I mean, it's it just makes decisions systematic and easy versus kind of happenstance. I'll see if it works, and then it's forty years go by. Yeah. That's funny. Um, you know, uh, it it brings up so many so many important, powerful points. Um, one thing, the next thing is talking about embracing change because, um, again, 
we evolved from like hunter gatherers and we had to hunt for food we had to fight for shelter and now we have all of that and now um now things such as you know pandemics or market corrections recessions that's kind of what we have to deal with you know ai uh you know there's nothing compared to what our ancestor but talk about embracing change in today's the ultimate sewer yeah i mean i think it goes hand in hand with the quitting is for winners i mean it's what when you have a system to know that a decision you're going to make is right, then change is easy and you look forward to it because it's it's not unknown anymore. You've ran it through some kind of parameters, you know, that are built from your life and your experience. And that's that's why it's a superpower because you know, I, I had a thriving construction business. You know, we were doing multiple millions of dollars a year and I was I was absolutely miserable. But and I quit that business because here's my two options and I run it through the filter and it, that's what made the most sense. And people think you're crazy. It doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. <laughs> you know, it's, it's your life, you know, just let's put some systems in place that make every decision the right one. And then, you know, the, the book man's search for meaning. I know I heard uh, Paul bring that up. And then also the Tolstoy book, death of Ivan Illich. I don't know if you're familiar, but you know, he's on his deathbed at the end and he looks up at his wife and he says, what if my whole life was wrong? Like, can you think of a more terrifying thing than that? You know, and we don't want to be 50, 60, 70 years old. <laughs> when we start asking that question, we want to ask it now. One, uh, you know, along those lines, I think one of the, I think it was a book called The Top Regrets of the, you know, the Dying. And one of them is, yeah, uh, yeah, like one of them is, I wish I hadn't worked so hard. And um, just like, because they realized, you know, what are they working for? And it's kind of like this, um society and the system that's designed to like kind of pump you and make you work and like consume more and you know all it's like this and never people never really question that and go into like you know reframe it where it's they're building it based on what they want one thing is uh now you're now you're doing a a service first business building a, and then you have sending one million kids abroad and this you know traveling the globe has affected your outlook on life and business uh tell us about inspired building a business that donates 100 percent of its profits to charity yeah so you know i sold my business last june and have things kind of like you kind of set up where if i don't want to work i don't really have to work and what do you do now you work harder than you ever did right because you're you're doing something you love so when we designed this business, you know, if you come through our program or you buy the book, my book launches September 12th, it's called Million Dollar Flip Flops. Um, you buy the book, you buy a course, you do any of the things we offer top end of the business, 100% of that is donated to our foundation. And our foundation is called Send a Student Leader Abroad. We are in partnership with EF Tours. If you're familiar with them, they're a global $7 billion global company. But think like middle school kids that go to Europe, you know? Um, my mom, when I was 13, we grew up with no money and my mom spent money. She didn't have to send me on that same trip. And mm. when you're a 13 year old that grew up in a small town in Michigan, and suddenly you're in Paris and Pisa and London, and it changes your worldview. So I like to say there's no them, there's only us. Right. And until you've left your cocoon and left this country in particular, you don't, you don't recognize that. So we want to provide that same opportunity for a million kids in my lifetime. So that's that's my legacy project. So everything we do in the business is donated to EF. Our donated send a student leader abroad, which ultimately goes to EF. So kids from schools can apply. 
It's a matching grant. So we work with them week after week to help them earn money. And then ultimately we'll pay for their trip. So if they can't afford to go, but they are a student leader, they can apply and we give them the grant. So it's it's kind of a different way of running the business, right? So it's we, we go out, we speak at schools, we're going to the Global Summit for EF. And they say, hey, what does this guy do? Who is this Roderick fella? And then they come to the website and then they get engaged in our world. We make more money. We donate more, more money. We send more kids. So it's it's kind of a different a different wheel of business. Yeah. The other thing is, uh, you know, giving back and then also talking about um, mentoring and, you know, bringing those um, people. Uh, but you have this idea of this difference between coaching and mentorship. And I know you are also a, um, you know, certified coach as well. So kind of highlight those distinctions for the audience. Yeah, so I, I went to Brown for my ICF, their LPCC program, which is you know absolutely phenomenal. I like I tout it unabashedly worldwide, and it's not like I make any money, but it's it was just it was such an amazing experience. And what I would have gotten wrong going into a program like that is people have come to me for twenty years because they see the businesses I start, they see me traveling the globe half the year. Man, how do you do it? How do you do it? How do you do it? Right? <laughs> I tell them how I do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that but that's being that's being a mentor, right? A coach, you know, we say in the business, you know, the client is creative, resourceful, and whole. I'm not a doctor, Chris, but I can come to you and just by asking powerful questions and, and actually listening, which most people don't do, I can help you in your business. That's a coach. You know, it's it's more generalized, it's less specific. So a consultant comes in and says, Here's I've ran a construction company or a real estate firm. Here's how we're going to set up your business. That's not what a coach does. A coach helps you discover the answers you already know. Mm, I love that. And these days, you know, even the, even, uh, you know, Tiger Woods, Michael, all these Kobe, they all had coaches even at their, so it's always refining some aspect of their game. One, the other question that, you know, as we're kind of closing is, you know, you took this, um, you took this leap and then you're not doing, you know, great work or kind of closing is uh, you went from zero to a million to zero and back. And what's been the biggest lesson for you? The the biggest lesson in that journey, which I think that's uh, a lot of entrepreneurs have been through that journey is that here's the analogy. You know, they, they say if you took every dollar in the world and you put it in a plane and you spread it out equally across the globe, it would be back in the same hands of the same people that had all the money within 10 years. So it doesn't matter if it's evenly distributed. Once you understand the principles and you understand what you want as a person, that's success. The money comes and goes, it doesn't matter. I've lived the life I've wanted to live. I have zero regrets, zero. If I die tomorrow, I had a gray run. You know, and, and that's what I've always wanted to be able to say. So that's that's success for me. Mm, yeah, I love that. And then, you know, like like I think the kind of the key takeaway is what you're talking about is, you know, regret and you know, why do you live by the quote, the cost of anything is the amount of life you exchange for? That's very powerful. Yeah, which that's a Thoreau quote, right? Love me some Thoreau. <laughs> and I've had that. If you remember MySpace, that was my quote on MySpace. It's my quote on Facebook. Like it's, I plus it's on LinkedIn. I put it everywhere. And that's a, my own reminder and the reminder to others that, you know, especially in the world we live in where people are hourly employees or even in our world where we're entrepreneurs, whatever decision we make, the cost of that thing is how many hours is it going to take me, right? So a car payment isn't $400 a month. If you only make 30, 40 bucks an hour, let's say that's, that's 10 hours of my life per month to have that car. So what's mm -hmm. your time? worth? it goes back to that time, time freedom and valuing time above all other things. Yeah. It's really, um, 
you know, it's like, as like you, you're talking about, you know, time is the ultimate asset and it's the only scarce resource, you know, again, the, there's this book, it's called rock retirement, but it's talking about money is infinite because it's based, based on value and it's exchange. So, um, and then, you know, value of your time and how long it would take to, to pay for services and goods. Um, really interesting. How, how can people contact you, follow you, uh, reach out to you? see see your work yeah so every channel it's at million dollar two flip-flops and that is because that is my chosen footwear i do not wear foot cages ever and uh also it represents change right million dollar flip-flop change um and then million dollar flipflops.com and then you can also go to sasla like salsa but sasla.org and that's the foundation yeah and uh yeah i love that and you know when i was living in hawaii i loved uh, all they did was wear uh, flip-flops and you know sandals and you know swimming trunks <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Uh, and all for the audience out there all of resources will be in links and show notes and thanks so much for coming on to the podcast yeah thanks for having me everybody this was great listening if you liked it be sure to like comment share subscribe we're on everywhere spotify itunes google amazon audible and without much ado be sure to thank this show's sponsors and we'll see you next week